What's up, dirtbags? Welcome to episode 119 of the Midwest Angler Podcast. Scott Sturm and Matt Deitch. Uh, what's happening? Not much. Just the same as a, just, just the same as normal. Just the same as episode 118 and 117. Yeah. You've gotten uglier, but... I know. it's It happens. When you get to this age, you'll understand, young man. How old are you? 39. I'll be 40 this summer. 40? <laughs> yep. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, what were the dinosaurs like? Well, they were all right. They, I, mean, I mean, they weren't as mean as what they make them out to be? No. T-Rex was all right. I mean, I had a pet T-Rex. He was okay. What'd you name him? <laughs> um, Larry. Larry the T-Rex? Yep. That's the best you could come up That's with? That's it. That's all I could come up with. I kind of put you on the spot there. You did, and I came up with something. So. Yeah, well, I mean, at least it was a name. All right. Uh, golly. Feel like I had, I feel like I had something to say to you, really? and now I forgot it. You're so looking, we're just gonna get yeah. right into, we're just gonna get right into it. Uh, yeah, I don't know. The river here in town uh, has started to uh, slowly start start to turn on a little bit here. Yep, uh, me and Aubrey got down there. We caught a couple fish. Um, it's it's starting to warm up. Uh, the the temperature is. I don't know. Going forward, we might not have that many warm temperatures. No, the extended forecast looks kind of like we're going to be in the forties, fifties, maybe tickle sixty every once in a while. But rain, uh, some rain. We needed yeah. we needed some rain. We do need. Yeah, the other day it rained all day long, and it was so that was a nice kind of soaking rain. The only thing that I don't like about it is that gr- my grass is starting to get pretty green, and it's going to want me to cut it pretty soon. And dang it, I don't want to have to start doing that two day a week. You got any Mowing. neighbor kids? I do. That you have in uh, PE class? I do. You well, I did. Bribe them with a passing grade. Now, I don't bribe them with. I could bribe the one. He's 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 got his own little handyman service here in town that he goes around and does yard work. Well, what if he shows up and takes off his shirt, and all of a sudden your wife is like, "Holy moly, no. my husband's uh, getting old." <laughs> We'll get, we'll get him. Uh, She's had I, the old bull. Well, now no. she wants the young calf. I'll get him out fishing. I'll bribe him with a fishing trip. He's a fisherman, so that's not a bad idea, right yep. there. You cut the grass, and I'll get the boat ready, and then we'll go fishing. You cut the grass. I'll put you on the bass. There we that's, go. <laughs> you could you could literally put that on the back of your boat, and and uh, people would. I mean, this it's a guy. You switch I guide always, trips. For, I always I always wanted to get a a sticker for the boat that said. Ask, gra- ask cash or gas. Nobody rides for free. <laughs> ask cash or gas. Nobody rides for free. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, dang it. You're going to bring Ramsey along sometime, and he's not going to have any cash, and he's not going to have any gas. He always offers up that first one. <laughs> get out of here. You're going to get in off the boat ramp, and you're going to come around the front of your vehicle, and there's Ramsey going to be bent over. <laughs> Holy oh moly. no! That was that. That went off the rails. Time right to away. time to move along. That's right. Yeah. No, but the river here, it's it's yep. been it's been hearing there some people catching it, some walleyes think, turning on. You yep. guys got some bass, so. uh, catfish. I I know that quite a few people have been getting in on some catfish, and oh uh, yeah. So I don't know. I think uh, you know all the local lakes. Uh, Iowa Great Lakes Bass Club had a tournament uh, over on Spirit Lake right. and yeah. looked like it could have been maybe been a, a little bit of a tough tournament, but yeah. uh, some big fish caught. Looked like there were some nice fish caught. I mean, they it ended up being kind of a windy day. It looked like there were some rollers out there, and, but yeah, some guys looked like they caught them and 
you know how it goes over there. Some days you can get on that school oh, yeah. and it can be lights out and other days they can be kind of tight lipped. So all you need is 10 minutes of good fishing and uh, exactly you know, that's right. all it takes a flurry. And you know, that's, you know, when you're out there tournament fishing, it's, it's one of those things you want to get that first one and it's like, okay, I got that first one. And then it's like, okay, each one, it's like so important. And then when you get that one to fill out the limit, whether it's three, whether it's five, it just kind of takes that weight off of your shoulders. And then you, you fish a little bit more relaxed and yep. uh, a little bit more confident almost. Uh, you, it's like now you want to upgrade and call up. So now you got to try to find those bigger fish. But in the back of the mind, you're, you're still like, okay, at least I got the five. So, you know, I want to find big fish, but, you know, at least I got my limit. Right. Now, speaking of uh, uh, competitive fishing, uh, you know, whether it's bass or whether it's walleyes, uh, we've gotten a couple messages, uh, this week, uh, a guy by the name of DJ down in Kansas. Uh, he stumbled upon our podcast and he's, he's, uh, just looking to get into fishing, but wants to try, uh, some competitive fishing. So I, uh, I'd actually talked to him, uh, back and forth about some rods, uh, that he could get in, you know, for, for something that wasn't going to break the bank. And, uh, We've also had Harold, uh, a guy named Harold, that uh, reached out to us, and and he too was interested in maybe getting into some competitive walleye fishing. So, uh, yeah, both of them said that they found the podcast, they liked the podcast, and it kind of lit the fire to to get into some competitive fishing. So, hey guys, we appreciate uh, we appreciate those messages. That's pretty cool. Right, and that's one nice thing about the social media now is you can find like local or tournaments local to you. Yep. Um, on there, uh, like here in southwest minnesota there's a southwest minnesota fishing club they have some walleye tournaments throughout the year up uh, in the brookings area up i think the there's Brook- some lake yep, there's air, like uh, a, like a lake area lakes, walleye yeah lake area walleye that puts on tournaments some of them are night like once a week night leagues and stuff like that so and i also gotta think you know if if you know, not not just these guys, but uh, anybody out there who's looking to get into doing some competitive fishing, stop at your local bait shops yep. and and you know if it's bass fishing that you want to do, you know, ask them. You know, hey, is there is there you know any fishing clubs? Period. Is there any fishing clubs? And yeah, there's bass clubs, there's walleye clubs. You know, uh, it, it'd be pretty easy to uh, to find something. Uh, you know, basically anywhere here in the upper Midwest that that you could kind of get in cahoots. Uh, um, Harry Ladner, if you're in, oh, yeah. if you're in South Dakota at all, uh, look up Harry Ladner Jr. on, uh, on Facebook and Harry, uh, I mean, he's, he, and, and that's for bass fishing, yep. but I mean, Harry can point you in the right direction. And he probably well. knows like direct tournament directors for other, you know, walleye tournaments, things like that. Catfish tournaments. Yep. I mean, he seems to know quite a few people and even a good way to do it sometimes is just go down to your local lake. And, you know, if you want to get into bass tournaments and you see some guys out there pulling up that have been fishing bass, you know, ask them, ask them, just be like, Hey, you guys, you know, is there any local club tournaments? I mean, I know the Iowa Great Lakes bass club. You guys have heard us say it a lot of times. You can just show up and, you know, not this year, not this year, but I mean, you can get a hold of the tournament director. They have a Facebook page and stuff like that. Tanner Hamill, who is the tournament director, you can message him and he can get you the information that you need to be a co-angler. I mean, you can show up and um fish out of somebody's boat so and that's i mean you know you you give them 20 30 40 bucks at the end of the day to to cover gas but uh you know they're gonna show you what they're doing they're not competing against you right so i mean is it there are gonna be times when you get quote unquote back of the boated but i mean that that's part of it but you that's, know yeah, that's i was gonna say that you know all comes with the territory yep and uh 
you know, they're, they're gonna, they're, you can probably find some really good friends that way. Uh, you know, I don't know. I, I, I recommend it. Oh, for sure. It's fun. So, well, uh, you know, we kind of talked about our river down here, uh, the Rock River that comes through Rock Rapids, Iowa, and how that's starting to turn on. Uh, there's another river here uh, that's also turning on. We're talking about one up north, the Rainy River. That's very popular this time of year. Hoofta. And got a little more popular this week with our guest. With our guest, Will Pappenfuss, who uh, just so happened to go out there, him and his buddy, and catch six over 30 six over 30 inches that's right you didn't hear that wrong they got six walleyes over 30 inches in one day one day and a bunch of 24 25s and 26s and some cookie cutter 28s cookie by the way cutter it 28s i mean just you, so it's you know those to you know those pesky that 28s went. that yeah. you just can't keep up shake the them off yeah don't even net it yep <laughs> yeah, there are just so many of them it's pain in the butt <laughs> it's gonna be fun to hear about this story yeah i uh the other night we were at the fire department and that's, or I had a fire department meeting and uh, Will had posted that and I looked at it and I was like, oh my God. And I, I was showing all them guys in there and they're like, oh, you know, bruh. like, no, no. this is real, it's man. Legit. This is the real deal. So, uh, yeah, I guess without further ado, we're going to get over to Will and we're going to hear about that day. Hey, Will, how's it going, man? Good. How are you guys? We're doing, doing well. great. Uh, after uh, this whole entire debacle of not being able to get you uh, plugged into the mixer, getting you <laughs> yeah. plugged in, uh, you know, the people that are going to listen to this episode think that this was a pretty smooth transition. That, that we got, we'll know what's going on, but... <laughs> this was not a good deal. So, uh, Will, we, we really appreciate uh, your uh, patience with us, and uh, we are, we're not techie people. Uh, we... We don't know a whole lot about fishing neither, but we, we, we can pretend about that. We can't pretend to know how to know what we're doing on here. So, <laughs> Yeah, I, I fish walleyes about 99.9% .9 of the time, so I'm a pretty patient guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Excellent, excellent. So, uh, Will, obviously anyone who follows you on Facebook and uh, um, follows much of Minnesota fishing at all uh, knows – a, you had just a complete banner day the other day, but uh, the Rainy River's going right now. Uh, why don't we Why don't we start off and talk about the Rainy River? What is the Rainy River? Uh, it flows out of Rainy Lake and flows right into Lake of the Woods. So okay. it starts right there in I Falls at the dam there and flows all the way towards, goes through Bedat up north right to the lake there. Oh, okay. How, how long of a stretch are we talking here? Oh, I'd say... I think it's close to 60 miles, I want to say. Okay. Oh, wow. And good, fi good fishing no, the whole no. entire way? Uh, it can be. I don't think... I think about the cutoff you're going to see is probably right before the forks a little bit. I don't think a lot of them swim that far. But the majority of the fishing takes place between probably Franz Jevney and uh, Four Mile Bay. Oh, okay. all right. Which is right on the state, or the state park there, so... Okay. Well, for well, next up, the, so there's a special season going on there. Uh, you know, the rest of the state of Minnesota's walleye season is is off right now. What what is that season up there on the Rainy River? So that'll go till April 14th, which is a Wednesday next week. So it's still going right now, till then, and it's just catch and release right now. Well, it's oh, catch it's and just release catch and release. Only. All right, I didn't. Yep. I wouldn't. Yep. Didn't they realize that. A couple, they, they switched that a couple of years ago. It used to be two fish only, and now it's only catch and release. 
Okay. Have you seen Have you seen the number of people coming up there to fish it go down, or people still coming up there because There's, it's you know you're going after trophy class fish? Yeah, it's still packed because people still want to go up there and whale on them, you know. And we've had good weather this spring, so there's been a lot of people going up. What's What's been your longest wait at the boat ramp to get to put in? Uh, the longest wait I've had was maybe an hour, and that was probably three years ago. Really? This year I've been I've just been going up during the week because I've had weekdays off, so it's been kind of a little bit easier. Yeah, no doubt about that. And then I suppose there's a nice long walk back to to get to the boat after you launch. Yeah, we usually take my boat though, so I get in right there and I don't have to worry about that. <laughs> that's right. You're not the one walking. That's smart. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the only reason Matt brings me along. Yeah, I don't want to. Well, our parking lots are pretty close, so you don't have to worry about that here. All right, well, so so let's talk about this uh, Facebook status you made the other day. I'm gonna I'm gonna read it here. Uh, starts off by saying, "Just trying to wrap our heads around what hit the deck today, but we had a day. Six fish total over 30 inches hit the Vexus floor today, along with plenty of cookie cutter 20 to 28s." And that is walleye fishing, people. That is not. A, that's a northern pike type of day yeah. with, with six over thirty and cookie cutter twenty to twenty eights. But no, this is walleye. Well, I mean, take take us through that day, uh, start to finish. Well, we were just about to leave the house that morning, and I'm pretty well known to be twenty minutes to an hour late on fishing trips sometimes. And I was actually on time that morning, and it was kind of spooky because I just had that feeling that with me being on time, something weird was going to happen. And it kind of just had that fishy feeling when you get a little mess in the air, it's overcast, not much wind. I just, I kept looking at my buddy Brian Henniger who was with me, and I was just like, it's going to happen today. He's like, well, last time I was up there, I, I got a 29 and a 29 and 7 eighths, and I could not get it to 30. And he's just, I'm going to be stuck in the 29 inch club forever. I'm like, dude, it's going to happen today. I just, it just, something feels right. And on his third cast, he caught a 30 and a half. And it was like, oh, so we got that out of the way really. Yeah. (laughs) Now that the the skunk's out of the boat, now we can focus on catching those cookie cutter 28. It was probably like, oh man, that's, you know, that's a fish of a lifetime. I mean, I'm going to enjoy this moment because it's probably never going to happen again. Or if not, it could be many years, but let alone. (laughs) (laughs) And then we moved about 50 yards east of there because we were marking a few, but they weren't really going. We ended up spot locking. And then we were fishing there for a little bit, and we were just, I was just about to pull the trolling motor up, and he laid into another fish, and he's like, dude, good one. I'm like, oh, okay. Net it, 30 and a quarter, and I'm like, huh. <laughs> so you're going to get two today. Okay. Okay. And then we proceeded to catch four more there the rest of the day and never moved. Wow. Now, is this is this a better year have you been hearing like have more big fish been getting caught this year because that's not normal right no it's it seems to be you know the water temps the warmest i've seen it i mean we had 45 46 degree water temps when we were there and the water the water's pretty low i know it has come up a couple feet the last couple days with all the rain but even with that little bit of flow and the low water it seems that with the warmer temps that it really drove those fish in there this year wow i mean is is this something that you do you go to the rainy river every single year like you know always this time of year that's what you're doing yep at the last probably five years that's what i've done 
since I moved up here for school, I've been trying to get up there as much as I can. And so catching a 30 is not like, I mean, it's not the most craziest thing there this time of the year. I mean, have you ever had a day where you've caught two before? Uh, no, just one. I've had, I've caught one on the rainy in the last five years, over 30. Hmm. <laughs> and, and otherwise just those cookie cutter 28s, right? Yeah. <laughs> the old cookie cutter 28. <laughs> it makes you, yeah, it, you're fishing those fish and, you know, you catch a 27 and a 28, you're always proud of that. But then you start catching multiple 30s. It's just like, oh, okay. Yeah, I wish I knew what it was like to be proud of a 27 or 28. Yeah. <laughs> Now, Will, t tell us, I mean, did you, is, is this a spot that you just knew? Are you using your electronics to find these fish? Um, kind, kind of base this uh, for, for the listeners that, you know, possibly next year would like to make a run up there to the Rainy River. Uh, you know, I, I mean, is the whole entire river just chock full of them? What, what, what's it, your advice that you could give? It is. Um, every day is different out there, though, it seems. Some days they'll be laying in the middle of the hole. Some days they're going to be laying right on the edge. Some days they'll be up in the sand. Other days they'll be laying in the dunes, as we call them, which are just waves in the sand that they can sit behind, behind the current. But uh, that day they were kind of, they were, I should say, last week when we were up there, they were sitting in the holes and we were catching them. And then we scanned through there. Right away, and we marked five big ones, and we got that one thirty and a half right away. And then we didn't really mark as many. So there's a little flat that I really like to fish. It kind of comes up between two holes, and there's just an absolute pile of trees down there. And you go a little bit farther, and it starts to drop on the one hole, and it's just straight sand. So we try to spot lock or anchor right in front of there, and we'll pitch. And in the sand with side imaging, you can see when the schools of fish are coming through. So you can pitch out in there, but if you can get your jig perfect, bumping right along with the current, and you just let your jig coast down there, bump along the rocks, and you'll land right in front of the trees, and those fish will come out of the trees and eat it. Wow. Because right. Brian was sitting in the back of the boat, and he was right, and he was hooking the trees once in a while, mm -hmm. but as soon as he'd get his jig right in front of there, he'd get bit, and he pulled four over 30 out of that one little spot. That's just crazy. himself. Is it now are you guys using pretty heavy jigs to get it down in that current and on the bottom or is there much is it a pretty strong current coming through those spots that that day there wasn't there was uh i mean a quarter ounce jig was almost too much oh really that day i know now as of today i heard it came up two feet and they had to use three it's to halves even now all right but that, that day you could just bump it along perfect get it right in front of those trees and pull them out and you talked about using your electronics, your down imaging, and then your side imaging. Do you do a lot of driving around and try to mark those big fish and then go specifically target them? Or you just go into your spots that, you know, you've had success before, but I mean, and still mark, using your electronics to see if there's fish there, but are you just specifically driving around trying to find those big ones laying on the bottom? Yeah. My side imaging is running 100% of the time up there. Yeah. And that day, that day you couldn't really mark I wasn't really marking them as much, so I figured that they'd be up in the trees, and I kind of cruised over the trees, and I could see them sitting in there. So I was like, well, they're going to move up at some point, so we just anchored up right in front and waited for little waves to push up and pick them off as they come. Are you, are you willing to tell us what you were using for a lure? Yeah, we had um, quarter-ounce Northland long-shank fireballs, and then we were just throwing either a, like a four- or five-inch rainbow chub that we had. Otherwise, we're throwing five-inch Berkeley power swimmers seems that seems that the bigger plastic seems to work a little bit better and even those 15 inches will have that bait engulfed wow 
what is it like what is the prime forage for those walleyes up there on the rainy river mostly spot tail shiners yeah, emerald that's... shiners stuff like that now is there a big shiner run every year up there or there is i think it's a little early for them yet there's i mean there's a lot of shiners left in there from the fall the last couple of falls there's been some good shiner runs in there all right now let's talk a little bit about uh your rod and reel setup uh um, for somebody that's looking to go up there, uh, you running a medium action rod or what, what are you using? I'm using a, either a 610 medium extra fast or like, uh, if I'm dragging, I'm going to be using a 71 extra fast just so I have a little bit more length on there. Okay. What, what, for pitching, up, pitching, I'm using a 610. What kind of line are you running? I'm using a uh, line it's called. My buddy Sam Moore actually started it. Okay. I don't know if you guys ever heard of that. Oh, yeah. L-Y-N-E, right? Just L-Y-N. L-Y-N, yeah. And that's just starting to come up, and it's actually pretty strong stuff, and I've been pretty impressed with it. And that's a, is that, does he have braid and fluoro, or is that? Braid, fluoro, and mono he has, yep. Okay, and so are you running a braid with a fluoro leader, or what are you? I was actually just using straight braid. The water is, you know, kind of dirty enough up there, and it didn't seem to matter if you had a leader on there or not. And if I had a leader on there, I'd get in the trees and break off. And I'd, sometimes I'd break off at my leader and my knot would blow up. So I just got sick of it and just used straight braid. And it seemed to, seemed to not matter. And I got more of my jig, or jigs back. So Yeah. Now, was now was your buddy, was he running straight braid too? Or did he have the floral no, card? He has, and... he, has, he has straight braid as well. Oh, okay. I was going to say, well, maybe that's why he was yeah. catching more 30 <laughs> inches than you. <laughs> <laughs> what was it yeah. was it five to one or four to two or what was it four to two yeah he four had four two. i had two now which one of you guys caught that fish that kind of had that weird growth like on the gill plate just a, I mean a fat slob of a fish yeah now brian had that one brian did how much how did i mean did you guys weigh him at all oh uh, no we didn't i didn't have a scale on it. okay so i was just, just quick, I mean... quick pick and threw him back right away right yep. I didn't know if like you if you had a weight on like what your five biggest ones would have been. I mean that's just crazy to think how much weight you put in the boat that day. I mean even with all the with all your uh, cookie cutter twenty eights and stuff like that. I mean <laughs> probably an insane amount of weight came in the boat that day. Yeah, we had a lot of twenty four, twenty fives, couple twenty sixes, and yeah, just net them quick and yeah, throw it right back. Yeah. yeah, I guess that's why they call you Walleye Will. I mean, when you're just, yep, 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 this, yep. No big deal. I think I think the whole state of Minnesota and Canada would have known that we got a 30-incher in the boat. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I, I would have told every single person I saw all the way back. Yeah, when we got back to the – if that happened to us, if we got back to the ramp, they'd have to well, – Scott would have dredged out the landing dragon as you-know-what off the – out of the lake that day happens either way <laughs> yeah i think i i told brian quite a few times like dude what is going on like this is this does not happen like what is going on well right because you know like we what well, you talked about he's fished for how long and you know never have gotten a 30 inch walleye and you know you've fished for how long and i mean you've caught him over 30 inches before but like you said up there it had been five years for you. So, I mean, it is. They're truly special fish. So, when you catch one, you got to appreciate it. And then, yeah, you guys catching six of them in one day is just, I mean, crazy. Yeah, that's that's just nuts. Now, how, how long will this bite go for now, Will? Uh, it should be good till the end of the season next Wednesday. Okay. 
And then they haven't they haven't started dropping their eggs yet, so I would assume it'd be good to then or till the end of the season. And then does a lot of people go up there and fish that rainy river yet? Uh, um, you know when the full on season opens up. They do. I don't know what it's going to do this year. It depends if the water you know keeps warming up if they start dumping back in the lake that fast. But I, I'm guessing the bite will still be good in the river. I think a lot of fish are still going to stay in there just because the way the weather looks right now. But, I mean, that can all change in a couple of weeks. Right. So then they all move up into Lake of the Woods. Is that what they do then? Yeah, they'll dump right back out in front of Pine Island and stay there, and they'll start migrating out towards the mud. Yeah. Huh. Well, what what are your what are your plans for the rest of the year, Will? My plans? I uh, don't have a whole lot of plans. I'll be down in Minnetonka next weekend. For We'll be doing test rides in the Vexuses down there on Lake Minnetonka. Oh, that's sweet. And we'll be doing a benefit crappie tournament for a guide buddy of ours down there, too, as well. And other than that, I might try and sneak out to Devil's Lake maybe once before opener. And then I'll be down on Big Stone for the MTTs. And then we'll be at opener. Heck yeah. Doing any guiding this year or just tournament stuff? I'll be doing a lot, probably. I've got a few, quite a few trips booked already, which is, I usually don't. I usually just, you know, have them as they come, but I've had a few guys starting to rebook now, so if, see how uh, that goes from there. If somebody's interested in taking a trip with you, Will, how do they get a hold of you? Uh, they can message me on Facebook. Otherwise, they can call me at 320-360-5333, and I can take you from there. You bet. Is, uh, in, in the state of Minnesota, that guiding, you know, obviously last year was a pretty uh, uh, crazy year with the pandemic and whatnot. Uh, I mean, is it back to guiding as normal now in the state of Minnesota? With Canada being closed, I think it's going to be another busy season. Right, yeah. Just from what I've heard from everybody else, I mean, most people are already booked up solid almost. Wow. So it, I got a feeling it's going to be another busy summer. I've been, I turn people down almost at least every other day, if not every day. How, how how much did your inbox blow up the other day when you were posting, you know, posting that up with all the 30 well, inches? My phone hasn't stopped ringing since <laughs> Thursday, so it's uh, it's, a, it's it's been crazy, but you know, it's it's you it's know, a you bit don't crazy. Know. Yeah. <laughs> I, those, I, things don't, those things don't happen every day. So The reason that your phone hasn't quit blowing up is because we couldn't get you hooked up into the mixer and we had to keep calling you back. <laughs> that was us just calling you on multiple phones. <laughs> don't try to act like a big timer. That was us. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we got to do here because sometimes people block us, so we got to have multiple phones <laughs> to call them. <laughs> oh, man. No, Will, uh, you know, I... I guess, yeah, we, we, we needed to have you on, you know, that was just an incredible day and hopefully our listeners, uh, you know, kind of have an idea now, uh, you know, maybe next year, uh, make a, make a trip up there to the rainy river and, and, uh, you know, maybe try to, uh, land seven thirties in one day, you know, but I guess just a cookie cutter 28 is not bad neither. <laughs> no, uh, some of those cookie cutter 28s can go over 10 pounds, so. I'm thinking you need to get some stickers made up, some decals that say cookie cutter Cookie cutter 28s. Yeah. Yep. My brain is going right now. And uh, if, if I send you up a sticker, Will, that says cookie, t- cookie cutter 28, you're going to put it on the boat? It'll be, a nice, it'll be a nice looking sticker. I certainly will. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. 
Well, we appreciate you uh, swinging in, Will. Uh, incredible day. Congratulations to you and your buddy. And, uh, uh, yeah, get out there get out there again and do it this week. Yeah, I, I have to go back to work for seven days, so I'll, I'll be a little tied up. That was one last two hour for the season, and uh, I think yeah. I ended there on a good note. So. I was going to say, yeah, it's it's a good one to end on, that's for yeah, sure. that's solid. How do things, one quick thing, how do things look for the opener up there in Min- northern Minnesota this year? Up where you're uh, at, pretty, pretty good. Uh, all the ice is out up here, as far as I can see everywhere. Lake Bemidji's out. Red Lake is cleared up. Uh, Leech is all cleared up. At water, if the water temps warm up a little bit more, I know they're in the, uh, I want to say the mid 30s to mid 40s. Just kind of varies each day if the sun's out or not. So I right. think the water temps are going to warm up and everything should be full on. So. So if anybody's up in that area and. They want to swing in and talk to you where they they can find you up there too at the bait shop, right? Yeah, Northwest Bait and Tackle in Bemidji, right on the northwest side of Lake Bemidji. Right on. You signing autographs? <laughs> uh, you know, I'd I'd be happy to. Just for ladies, <laughs> just for the ladies. Just for the ladies. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hopefully the girlfriend's not listening. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Well, she messages the show a lot and wants asks us questions about fishing, so she does. So just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> i i haven't got those messages so it must be for matt so. <laughs> well and you know a big congratulations to you too will because you uh you you dropped a bunch of pounds this last season here and i mean that's making those 30 inch walleyes look even bigger too yeah actually you take 160 pounds off your back it helps a little bit makes that vexus go a little faster too yeah, at least two to three miles an hour fast. <laughs> nice. nice. <clears throat> All right, well, like like I said, uh, we really appreciate it, and uh, hopefully we can get you on some other time. Yeah, absolutely. Look forward to it. All right, see you, pal. Yeah, we'll see you later. There he goes, Will Pappenfoos from Bemidji, Minnesota. Bemidji's fun. It is. It's fun to say. I've never been there, but uh, if I was going to move anywhere in minnesota i feel like it would be bemidji just because i like it i I really feel like you'd walk around dressed like paul bunyan every day i already kind of do right i was gonna say you got a lot of plaid so every single day i you know i actually thought about that the other day yeah yeah i I wear a flannel shirt every single day every day i'm not right now for those of you that can't see me but I took it off right before we started recording because we like, I even I threw a dollar at him when he was doing it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll do anything for a dollar. I'll take my shirt off for a dollar. No, Jer- yeah, Jeremy I'll, K I'll give you a dollar to keep it on. No, Jeremy K. Who, God knows what he'd do for five cents. But uh, no, I, you know, guys, we, we talked about how we could not get Will hooked up to the mixer and, and, you guys, we could not get Will hooked up to the mixer. Like, right. I mean, this was we're a, having some technical difficulties. Uh, we'll, we'll be flat out honest. Last week, we uh, we actually called Kevin Paul down in Clear Lake, and we could not get him hooked up to the mixer. Right. So this week, we thought we had it figured out. We called Will Pappenfuss. We could not get him hooked up to the mixer. Crickets. We had my phone. We had Matt's phone. We had Grady's phone. We're calling each other. We're telling Will, "Hey, we'll call you back." Oh, calling him back. Can't get it going. Can't get it going. Can't get it going. I mean, I'm sweating. I mean, I'm not. I'm right. I'm sitting here flat out thinking like, how the hell are we ever supposed to do this podcast if we can't get the damn mixer going? Now you know how a tombstone pizza feels in the oven when you're standing outside staring at it through the glass. (laughs) 
<laughs> you had your tombstone moment right there. I'm like, oh God, this, this is, is it. it. This, <laughs> this is, is it. it. There he is. This is, oh. <laughs> God dang it. It's like Armageddon or something, but we got her figured out. We did. We well, we, I think we did. Hopefully, but uh, yeah, I don't know. We we could not get it figured out, so I ended up having to take the flannel off. But I am in a Midwest Angler podcast shirt, which I still have not drawn for. I'm gonna maybe we'll do that right after this. It's well, I've got a little bit of time today, so we'll we'll get something figured out. Um, but yeah. Anyways, moving forward, Bemidji. I like the name. I like how it's spelled. It's just That's a right. cool name. Well, you know, Will there. Baudet. Baudet is cool a cool too. one, too. Um, talking with Walleye Will there, and with the walleye season closing this week, April 14th is what he said, yeah, right? 14th so or 13th. Yeah, 14th, I yeah. believe. So, I mean, now it's time the whole state of Minnesota are pan fishing. Right. You know, and pan fish. You know, somebody asked me the other day about that, like becoming a good pan fisherman. I feel like the state of Minnesota has a lot of good pan fishermen, like a lot of really good crappie fishermen. Oh, because for sure. For I sure. think a lot of it has to do with the, the walleye season, season like walleye season, northern season, bass season, all being closed down. And all these guys want to get out there and go fishing. All these fishermen do. So they get their boats out and they go target panfish. So, I mean, and not become, to mention there is like just, you know, otter, otter tail. Right, County, where I mean, just, just spectacular bluegill and, right. and, and crappies, just panfish in general. But so, I mean, you start targeting those panfish beforehand and you'll know, become an all a good all around fisherman. That's so right. It's kind of panfish season right now. All right, Matt, talking panfish. I got a question for you about panfish. Panfish. Uh, me and you, we go out, we, uh, smash, both of us get a limit of panfish. We throw them in five gallon pail, uh, when we're done. And, uh, how do you feel about me and you dumping that five gallon pail of fish out on the ground? Just, I mean, just flat out, not nothing, not sorting them to make it look nice. Just dumping them on the ground and, and getting behind it a, for a picture. Just doing a pile pick. I don't know. I mean, I, not a big fan of it, I guess. I, I'm sure I've done it before in the past, but uh, I, like, I like to highlight the fish, you know, trying to set them up nice, I suppose. So this is what I'm thinking. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm, I have taken many a pictures behind, you know, you know, you get four guys out and they all catch, you know, limits of perch, bluegill, whatever, you know, anything that's got a big limit. Hell, it, it can be walleye and, you know, with three or four or five, whatever it is where you're at, you know, and, and you, you line them all up and you take a picture. I, I like it. I, I, I'm not against that one bit. You know, I do like a, a, a good picture with a single fish, but, you know, I, I don't, I've got nothing against, uh, you know, a, a picture with, uh, you know, a 50 fish in the picture or whatever. But it just like, you know, when you, when you set them all up nice or whatever, and it, I, I don't know, I feel like the picture looks better when you can clearly tell that they had them in a five gallon pail, they yeah. dumped them on the parking lot. They dumped them on a dock they dumped them on a table and then you get to turn right around and pick them all right back up and yeah, it's kinda, like it's kind of like well that was kind of dumb i guess for me personally i don't know okay now you you talk about pile picks would you rather have a pile pick or a pail pick you know a lot pale of time, pick a pail pick i mean don't get me wrong like you don't get to see as many of the fish i get that but at least you didn't take that pail, dump them out, have to make just extra to turn right back yourself. around. And I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm the only person around. But I mean, when you when you got a five gallon pail full of fish, that's a whole lot of slime, and it just <laughs> gets I don't know. And then you get to turn around and pick them all back up, and some of them are dead, some of them are still half alive. 
God knows you're going to get pricked a couple times. All like, kinds of dirt and mud all over them now. Yeah, now that's dumb. Mess. I don't know. No, that's true. No, I mean, like you said, I'm all about highlighting the fish, you know, taking pics of, you know, a single fish or a couple of fish in your hands and everything like that, and then talking about your success. But, yeah, sometimes if you're going to do the pile pick, I suppose you're, you want to take the time to kind of put your better fish up on top of that pile, so you might as well just take the time to – you know, set them up nice and make right. them look good. Or, when I've done you know, it, like, I mean, right. I'm, I'm, I'm not the... against it. I mean, you go out and, and you bang out a limit. I mean, you know, yeah, is, is it the most, is that the picture that you're going to use someday? You know, I mean, you, you don't see it in a Shields catalog, you right. know, a pile pick. I get that. I get that. But, you know, sometimes it's just nice to have that picture to look back on and, you know, be like, oh, dang it, you know, that was that was Jim's birthday, you know, weekend. Yeah, and, you right. know, we all went out there and man, we freaking hammered them. You know, what a weekend, you know, that's, that's a fun picture to have, you know, with you and your friends or whatever. I just, for me personally, I just think it's goofy when you see those pictures and a lot of, a lot of the guides seem to do it, but you get a pail full of fish and you know, you get back to the landing or whatever and you dump them all out. You take a picture of your guy and you know, you, you post it on your Facebook page and then you get to turn around and pick up all those freaking fish again. You know, the the walleye guys, you know, if, well, they, if they've those, got one of those strings right. or whatever. You a know, lot of the guys. I like that. Yeah, that looks good. They have that like, looks good. We didn't dump name, them on the ground. Right. That's cool when they have like those boards made up yeah. that have like their name of their guide service and stuff. And they hang them on there. And you know, just, stand just the them. steel rods that, you know, you, right. you pop through their gill plate or you pop through their lip like. I'm for that. You didn't dump them on the ground. Guys, the, the ground is full of dirt and rocks and, and leaves and so, grass clippings. I just think it's stupid. So do you think pow picks are ex- more acceptable ice fishing than they are summer fi- open water fishing? I would say. I mean, especially right. if you're dumping, dumping them on the ice. You know right. what I mean? They're already probably frozen. You know, there's, there's not uh, three inches of dirt on top of the ice. I just... I don't know. I, I just personally, you see that sometimes. I, think a, I like, think a lot of times, too, you set yourself up kind of for some of the internet trolls when you do that picture and you dump them on there and you got some of your smaller, you know, people like to look through there and nitpick and be like, well, there's some small ones in there. Some of those, some of those, some of those seven inch. If that one is a 12-inch, right. what's that small one? Some of them seven-inch perch look kind of nice. Yep. Could have used another year. <laughs> <laughs> the old classic can you you imagine you know can you imagine like sight fishing fish that's there needs to be a video of some guys sight fishing fish when they when they pull it away you know and we've all done it when we're sight fishing bluegills and you pull it away from you know the little bluegills and you know i'm gonna give him another year (laughs) i've had my eye on this one I've got trail camera pictures. Yeah, I of, <laughs> I've got trail camera picture of this real big bull bluegill yeah. that keeps coming by here every evening. And That's going to be the next thing is having like underwater trail, trail, trail cameras. cameras. That'll be it. <laughs> That'd be pretty interesting, though. I mean, I'm not saying like, hey, let's come uh, out no, with no, it, no, no, whatever. No. But yeah, yeah, people uh, would spend money on it. Oh my god, people would spend money. Speaking of spending money in social media, Scott. Lately, I've been seeing a lot of, like, boat ad posts. Boat ad posts. And, you know, it got me thinking when I look at the little, like, like button down there and you see some, like, laughing emojis on there and stuff. 
I like, actually, I, that's and, funny. And people, I was just thinking this this morning. And and people, it's just like you're scrolling through. You see a boat for sale, and this one guy today had one for. It was like a '99 Lund, okay, like a 17 footer. Says it was in immaculate condition. He wants twenty five thousand dollars for it. Is it a lot? Is that a lot for that boat? It is, you know, and stuff like that. But man, people were like jumping on there, like, like you know like bashing him for oh you must have accidentally put a two where you wanted to put a one and stuff like that and it's just like you know what it's again what we've talked about before is like if you don't if you don't like it just keep scrolling but i mean people were going in on this guy i mean i was just like you know but then people were on there you're like know what the dumb part is there are people that will probably pay for it pay that for it and everything like that but you know this dude just put this on there not trying to you know just trying to sell his boat and people like get after him about that like his price it's like you don't like the price and just keep just keep going you don't just keep going you don't have to you don't, don't have to we don't live in the keep going world right anymore. no it's not no it's, one keeps going it's to stop and give my opinion yeah so i mean it's like you we talk about that with like it would be fun to take those people out and kick to, them in the nuts well oh just, never mind sorry just just take them to the landing and be like okay like when people are coming off and how people, much is that both worth oh and then yeah. or just like you know okay you know the other day you were bashing this guy for his little perch here he comes in here let's see you do that to him say it to his face yeah no say it to no, his no, face. no 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 one says it ask him you know when somebody's in the parking lot taking a pile picture walk up to him and be like oh yeah it looks like you guys had some luck today uh, some of them seven-inch perch look kind of like they could have used another year. Because <laughs> they're going to freaking get throat punched. <laughs> so, I mean, you know what I'm saying with that? I don't know. I've seen that a lot lately. It's yeah. like In an ideal world, you could you could bring those people there and, confront, and have them confront that person face-to-face. And then I'll actually set up lawn chairs and sell beer and popcorn <laughs> off to the side. And it'd be better than UFC fighting. That's right. It probably would be. No, I actually, I saw one this morning. I'm an, I, I think this person's actually from Iowa, but uh, there was a, I think it was like a, I don't even remember what year it was. I'm not even going to say, but it was a, a champion bass boat. Nice freaking looking boat. I don't know. We're going to say it was 2006 or something like that. And somebody put a laughing face on it. Right. Somebody put a laughing face on it because the guy wanted 20 25,000 bucks or something like that on it. And I don't know what it was worth, but I can tell you this much, uh, thing freaking looked immaculate and it had a 250 or a 225 on the back. So I don't know. He probably wasn't too far out of line, mm-hmm. whatever. So I click on the guy that has the laughing face, you know, I'm like, you know, well, let's see what this dude's running some, I don't know. He probably, probably in high school, a couple years out of high school. And like the second picture in on his profile picture, I, I, I'm I'm full on admitting I was I was doing a little creeping here because I want to check this dude out. You got to do that. Yeah, yeah. I had everybody to see does that. He's got a picture of him, like with a two and a half pound bass that was a Snapchat. So it's got the caption right. on the bottom, and it says something like "We on the hogs, <laughs> we on the <laughs> we hogs." hogs. Yeah, you know, two and a half inch bass, like. So you're on the hogs, and then you are going to turn around and make fun of some guy who's selling his, like, just don't even do it, man. But, like, you know, it got me thinking, too, when we were coming back from uh, Hooked on Hard Water this yep. year, and, and Mockentune said a couple things. How many times, like, he, he he mentioned the story about how he actually called one of those 1-800-how-am-I-driving things before and told them, like, this dude was doing really good, and the people were like, didn't know how to react like oh all we ever do is we get complaints yeah we don't get like it's like take the time out of your day to 
like give somebody a compliment, like where credit is due. We're so quick to jump on people and criticize, but not give the credit. Are you talking about boat posts? Uh, boat posts and posts in general on there. You know, like somebody somebody posts a nice fish on there. Get on there and be like, hey, man, that's awesome. That's a great fish. Yep. Can you imagine, like, if Jason Mitchell, <laughs> Jason Mitchell and Brian Brosdale, <laughs> Brian Brosdale, uh, like, can you just imagine if they kind of spent some time, you know, just every once in a while, like, going through Facebook and, like, just giving thumbs up, like, you know, People are trying to sell a boat, and they just write, like, hey, that's a nice-looking nice boat. boat for that right. price. Can you imagine? Like, people would be like, son of a bitch. Right? <laughs> you know, well, like, could, could you, you could pay them. You could, they could start up a business like, hey, I'll give you $100. You go on my post and say, hey, that's a nice-looking boat. Well, imagine if imagine if you caught a five-pound bass. Yep. Took a picture with it. Yep. And posted on there and been like, yeah, I caught this nice, you know, three, four-pounder today. How many people you think would stop and be like, oh, no, dude, that thing's got to be bigger than three or four. That's got to be five. (laughs) Right. But if you caught a, you know, like a four pounder and said, I caught this five, you know, like put on there, this five pounder, everybody's going to hit the brakes and be like, there's no way that's a five. Right. That's a nice, you know, that's a nice two and a half. So I does anybody ever, I mean, I might start doing that just randomly. Like when people are going through there and they're like, you know, I caught a six pound bass today. You know what, dude, are you sure that that's not bigger than six? We, a that would be fun, but I want to see Will Pappenfuss take those take those pictures of those six walleyes and put them on Minnesota Fishing Facebook page and like caught a few twenty twos today. <laughs> Just see what people say. Well, he's he's kind of like the king of like getting criticized online. I mean, there's throughout the years, people have like always called him out on his fish that he like his bluegill and stuff Will? like that. Oh yeah, they'd always be like. Oh, that's photoshopped. Oh, that's Shut not up. real. Oh yeah, oh yeah. They there's a lot. That's why whenever he posts a fish picture, a lot of times, I'll just get on there and be like, "That's Photoshop." No shit. <laughs> just people... to just to give him some crap because people are always, you know, like I said, it's this, it's the criticizing world right now. So we're gonna like criticize people instead of compliment them. You boys better freaking watch it if you're one of those dudes. Will's getting himself into shape, or he's in shape now. He. I'm not saying he might not crack a couple skulls. I'm done talking trash to him. I used to be one of those guys that called him out for Photoshop. That's a lie. I never did that. But so, I mean, it's but just, if I would have known that this was a thing, I would have. I would have. I maybe would have taken a couple shots from that time. <laughs> so no, it's. I mean, it's just something. Now it's. You know, sometimes we need to do some more uplifting of our fellow outdoorsmen and. Oh, for you know, sure. Bringing them down it, but it seems like sometimes we don't. We don't like to see other people's success, so we want to bash them for it instead of being like hey you know get them next time you know so Uh, you know we've said it before though the best fishermen are the ones that that build people up right oh yeah people had still got something to prove that well like you said the other way there's a lot of times where like if somebody i mean there's times where somebody that we look up to all of a sudden will like one of our posts oh yeah. and all of a sudden it's like we screenshot and send it to each other like dude that's bad like, ass right there <laughs> like, yep. look at this yep. some people might be like you guys are freaking lame but you know that that's kind of the ultimate fanboy move oh yeah yeah <laughs> absolutely we we're still we're still major fanboys i mean we're uh i mean we had i'll, I'll come right out and say it jason mitchell liked our facebook page here a while back I freaking I screenshotted the crap out of that right then and there, and I sent it to everyone. It's like, yeah, that was pretty cool. I'm, I don't know. I, 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 I said people you look up to, and 
you know, it kind of validates what you're doing a little bit. I might have tinkled a little bit. When that <laughs> like, oh, no, it happened when I was washing my hands. <laughs> those, weren't, those weren't Clam Outdoors blue pills that you were taking, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Move along. Move along. Move time. along, you moron. <laughs> hey, we got an Elite Series event that is and it it's ended, but yeah, uh, I got I got kind of you know talking about fantasy fishing a little bit. I got called out on stuff. I'm not gonna call you out on this. We all know that you had a terrible tournament, so we'll just leave that at that. <clears throat> but I had I had somebody reach out to me and said that they were coming pretty close to uh, right behind me in the top ten, and uh, Tim McCarthy, one of our listeners, he he reached out and taking some shots huh well, he said you know coming for that 10 spot in your fantasy league he wanted to do a little side bet so him and i got a little side, side bet. bet yeah side bet yeah hey i'm the better what what so, do you what so, i mean what kind of side bet we talking if, here if he beats me i gotta send him a midwest angler podcast sweatshirt so i like that what if and, what if and he said that if if i win he's gonna send me a, a sweatshirt of similar taste so I don't know what that means. But. Don't send them a SmackDown Outdoors podcast. <laughs> I could. Uh, I, could I don't know. Maybe you'd wear it. But I wouldn't. I'd I, burn it. I, I could end up having to. Who knows? He'll probably send me like a, a small princess unicorn one or something <laughs> yeah. like that. So, but I'd put it on. <laughs> Have fun, morons. <laughs> so yep. yeah. No fantasy fishing's going yep. on. We're getting you know we're getting closer and closer to the classic. That's right. That when is June? June? Right around it's the just, corner. It just it feels weird that all these tournaments are going on, and you know June's going to be the classic. But I kind of like it. Yep. Oh yeah, absolutely. I I think it's going to set up to be a slugfest. What do you, you know, Matt? Me and you kind of talked about the the Sabine River. Uh, I mean, you guys, there's there's people coming in with limits. You know, four pounds, five four, fish four, for five, four something. Right. I mean, you know, averages eight nine pounds. It's crazy. And we kind of talked about you know. Why does bass keep going back to the Sabine River? You know, I mean, I don't know. Think about some, I guess it's really no different than, I'm not knocking it here, but I guess it's really no different than, uh, uh, you know, the NWT going to Chamberlain. Right. I, there's going to be a lot of cookie cutter fish. And if you can find that one, you know, fish that's a little bit bigger than the rest, it's it's going to help you catapult you. And you and I talked about it the other day. We were texting each other back and forth with this river, and I said how kind of boring it was watching. I mean, they were catching a ton of fish, but it's just all, you know, one to two pound fish. And when somebody would catch a three or a couple threes, it, it, it got real crazy. I kind of like but, it, though. But it, no it, one's ever out. But it, it's kind of like a fantasy fishing nightmare because it's just like your guy has a good first day, and you're just like, all right, you know. And then all of a sudden he goes out there the second day and he drops from like fifth place all the way down to like seventieth place. Yeah, I wish or I vice knew. Ver- or I vice wish versa. I knew. All my guys, uh, didn't they started make... like in the bottom twenty guys and they uh, they ended in the bottom twenty guys. Didn't even make the top fifty. The no, bottom twenty. I didn't have I'm anyone. Not, make I told the top you I wasn't going to bring it up. I know it's a sore subject for you. So, but hey, it's still better than Stewart's lineup. Yeah. Stu the Zero. noob. He forgot noob. to set a lineup, you freaking schmuck. Pulled Ramsey. Golly. But, I don't have to kick him in the nuts. He already did it to himself. <laughs> that's right. Dirtbag. Well, that's just like uh, day three, Jason Christie, the leader, he came in with six pounds. Six pounds? Yeah, five fish for six pounds. Hmm. So, I mean, he had been getting 13 and 15 the first few days. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, we got some northern guys that are – fishing damn good down there right we'd love to tell you who won 
We love to tell you who won it, but uh, we're actually recording this on Sunday, and uh, it's not quite done yet. So, um, Fighter was in the mix. He was. Fighter was in the mix. He's up there. Johnston yet. was in the mix. Caleb Coopfall was in the mix. Fighter will. He's going to make the top ten. He'll finish. He'll fish on Sunday. So Coopfall. Yep. He's up there. Yep. I don't know if he'll make the top. He's right on the. He's a, he's on the bubble. Yeah. He's not going to make the top ten. He ain't going to make the top ten. No. Okay. Well, fair enough. But he's right up there. I mean, he had a good, solid tournament. Yep. Either way, I mean, for being a Texas tournament, the Northern boys uh, held their own. How about the craziness of what happened at the Holiday Inn down there? The catalytic converters? Yeah, like they said they got like 15 of them. How? I don't know. Like, how, how do you not know? Like, how does somebody not hear something? That's I what mean, I mean. you got that you many got people around. all these around. guys in there. I mean... I'm telling you, you get a redneck with a sawzall, that dude, they can be ninjas. If it was if it was a redneck with a sawzall, it was Robertson, Matt Robertson. <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah, there was a bunch of that happening down there. So When he walked into the parking lot, he had the on him hat. <laughs> <laughs> when he took all the catalytic converters, he had the off him hat. <laughs> <laughs> but it was funny, those guys. They're, I mean, They're off him. They took it with a grain of salt and kept <laughs> yeah. on fishing. Swindles revving up John Cox's <laughs> yeah. truck. Sounds like a damn NASCAR. Yeah, he said something about if him and somebody else were next to each other sound like a drag race going on so all right matt good news story you got one i do have a good news story our past guest john hoyer went went down to grand lake oklahoma okay with kyle minke i think that's how you say kyle's last name and uh john fished in the non-boater class and he made the top five i don't know how he did at this point but in he in the co-angler in a bass tournament which bass tournament in one of the mfl big five official ones boo. so i wasn't gonna say that no this is my good news story so take your booing and yeah put it there but no he he's fishing in the top six um dude can catch him right it doesn't matter i mean he's a great fisherman all around and stuff so and actually uh kyle he uh was in 98th place after the first day Brought in the biggest bag of the tournament the next day. Really? Wowzers. 23 pounds and 9 ounces. Moved himself from 98th place up to 5th. So they were both fishing in the championship, the top 10. So That's badass. It really is. That so is that's, badass. That's kind of my it's – it's, and it's kind of cool when you take, you know, a couple years ago, arguably one of the all, best all-around fishermen in the country at the time. You know, he was winning walleye tournaments and bass tournaments. And he goes down with his buddy and – Fishes as a co-angler. I mean, right. that just proves that he loves yeah, he to fish. Yeah, he's just a fish and, dude. Yeah, I, I mean, he's so, just a fisher. So, yeah, that's mine. Yours? Uh, mine would be, uh, you know, we mentioned earlier in the podcast that me and Aubrey got out and each caught our first open water fish of the year uh, down at the river. Uh, my good news story is the fact that at 13 years old, she is she's in track right now. So she's going to school. She's got track afterwards. And we were just bumming around the house that night, and she asked me. That's she awesome. said, hey, let's go down to the river and see if we can catch some fish. And I was thinking, well, that ain't going to happen, but, you know, whatever. We'll we'll go down there and we'll give it a shot. I, I was kind of thinking it was a little too early yet. We walked to a spot, and thank God, I cast it out. Did I talk about this last week? Nope. I cast it out. I hooked fish on my first cast. She cast it out about three seconds after me, and she hooked a fish on her first cast. So thank God I beat her by about three <laughs> seconds. Doubled up. Doubled up. 
and uh, we took a cool picture. We sent them back. Um, we each had a couple more fish on, and uh, I I don't remember if I landed two or if I if I didn't land any. And then I hooked into something big. I I'm I'm gonna assume that I possibly right, tail hooked rock. a carp. Oh, I'm sorry. This is your good news story. I won't interrupt you. How many fish have you caught at the river this year, Matt? That's right. One less one. You shut your freaking mouth. <laughs> if I, I need to figure Keep out how. Going. Keep no, going. hold on. I. Hey, start talking to me once. Why? Oh, you can be. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I found out how to mute him. I found out how to mute him. You freaking moron. <laughs> Oh, I'm going to keep this up for more often. Whenever you start yakking some stupid stuff, I'm going to slowly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is fun. Cutting, That's cutting, yep. cutting Just out. Cut them off. Cut them off. Making this podcast better. Big time in me. One twist of the Pulling knob a at buddy a time. signer on me. Yep. Big time in me now. So my good news story is the fact that Aubrey wanted to go fishing. We went fishing. We caught our fish. Yeah. That's yeah, my good that's, news story. It's awesome. So... Alrighty, well, uh, thanks for uh, thanks for tuning in. Um, doo, 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 doo. I don't know what else we really got. I think that's, that's about, about it. it. Eh? Uh, hopefully, we can figure out this deal with this mixer, and uh, hopefully, smooth sailing from here on out. That's right. So, all right, guys, uh, we will see you next week on episode one hundred and freaking twenty. One twenty. One twenty. One twenty. That's what. Yeah, that's one hundred and twenty. That's, that's what that's, it is. It's half of two forty. That's that's three thirty inch walleyes. No, it's not it's four. four. <laughs> See, I'm thank not a PE teacher. I'm not God. a math teacher. I'm a PE teacher. Four. That even got recorded. Four. I know it did. You should have muted me on that one. You had me <laughs> flustered with the mutant part. So dirt bag. <laughs> All right, next week, guys. See ya. Four. <laughs>